भगवदगीता चैप्टर सेवन टेक्स सेवन हरे कृष्ण मरतरम नान्यंचिदस्थनजय मयि सर्वद सूत्रे मणिगण परतरम सुपीरियर नॉट किंचित एनीथिंग एल्स अस्ति देर इज धनम जया ओ कॉन्कर ऑफ वेल्थ मई इन मी सर्व ऑल दट बी इदम विच वी सी प्रोतम इज स्ट्रंग सूत्रे ऑन अ थ्रेड मणिगणा पर्ल्स इवा लाइक Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jaya <coughs> O conqueror of wealth, there is no truth superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. Please repeat. O conqueror of wealth, there is no truth superior to me. Everything rests upon me. as pearls are strung on a thread purport there is a common controversy over whether the supreme absolute truth is personal or impersonal as far as bhagavad gita is concerned the absolute truth is the personality of godhead shri krishna and this is confirmed in every step in this verse in particular it is stressed that the absolute truth is a person that the personality of godhead is the supreme absolute truth is also the affirmation of the brahma samhita ishvara parama krishna sachida ananda vigraha that is the supreme absolute truth personality of godhead is lord krishna who is the primeval lord the reservoir of all pleasure govinda and the eternal form of complete bliss and knowledge these authorities leave no doubt that the absolute truth is the supreme person the cause of all causes the impersonalist however argues on the strength of the vedic version given in the shvetashvatar upanishad chapter 3 text 10 tato yad uttarataram tad arupam anamayam य एक विदुर अमृतास्ते अथेतरे दुखम एवापियंती इन द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड ब्रह्मा द प्राइमेवल लिविंग एंटिटी विद इन द यूनिवर्स इज अंडरस्टूड टू बी द सुप्रीम अमंग्स द डेमी गॉड्स ह्यूमन बीइंग्स एंड लोअर एनिमल्स बट बियॉन्ड ब्रह्मा देयर इज द ट्रांसेंडेंस हु हैज नो मेटीरियल फॉर्म एंड इज फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल मेटीरियल कंटेमिनेशंस एनीवन हु कैन नो हिम आल्सो बिकम्स ट्रांसेंडेंटल बट दोज हु डू नॉट नो हिम suffer the miseries of the material world the impersonalist puts more stress on the word arupam but this arupam is not impersonal it indicates the transcendental form of eternity bliss and knowledge as described in the brahma samhita quoted above 
Other verses in the Svetashvatara Upanishad 3.8 and 9 substantiate this as follows. Vedahametam purusham ahantam adityavarnam tamasaparastat tameva viditva timrityumeti nanya pantha vidyate yanaya yasmat param na paramasti kinchit yasmanani yono jayosti kinchit vrikshaivastabdho divitishthatyekas tenedam purnam purushena sarvam I know that Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is transcendental to all material conceptions of darkness, only he who knows him can transcend the bonds of birth and death. There is no way for liberation other than this knowledge of that Supreme Person. There is no truth superior to that Supreme Person because he is the supermost. He is smaller than the smallest and he is greater than the greatest. He is situated as a silent tree and he illumines the transcendental sky. And as a tree spreads its roots, he spreads his extensive energies. From these verses, one concludes that the Supreme Absolute Truth is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is all-pervading by his multi-energies, both material and spiritual. <clears throat> so very nice uh, references are given in the purport here so this verse is saying Krishna is you know very boldly declaring parataram nanyat. there is no truth superior to me just uh, today or yesterday I was seeing this one of the gurus in India so called gurus he is saying that because we have a human form, we conceive of God as having human form also. We have created, basically, according to our form, we have created somebody as uh, that same form and saying this is God now. One of the gurus is saying. So he is saying it doesn't depend on which form. But it is actually the other way around. People think that because we are human, we imagine the God to also have like a human-like form, Krishna. But it is the other way around. The humans of the human being, the body of the human being, is fashioned after the body of God. It is Krishna's creation, and he. Actually, there are two verses. I think human being, the life of a human being, is very. Uh, meaningful because in this life we can actually solve the problems of birth and death whereas in every other species there are um, what is it there are 8.4 million species of life and among these 8.4 8 million of them are subhuman that means the animals the trees the insects reptiles and all these things 8 million and only 400,000 are human species. According to modern science, they say human species is one species and we are all a different race that way. But actually, according to the Vedic understanding, all these different races are nothing but different species of human beings. 
and there are also higher species of human beings not found on this planet. Uh, in Hollywood movies, they project some alien as having some horrible form, <laughs> some scary form, you know. But actually, and they have these big, big machines and they come. But actually, if they have such intelligence, in the heavenly planets it is said that the inhabitants there are not only intelligent, but they are also extremely beautiful. The so-called, here there are pageants, beauty pageants. There is Miss World and there is Miss Universe. But they are only seeing one planet and I am sure there are many more beautiful women than what are shown on the ramp. <coughs> and universe, just forget it, because there are so many more beautiful women in the higher planetary systems. So actually, there are, there is, uh, the, all the planets are full of life. They are not empty. So, the, uh, the, what I am trying to say is, humans means there are also higher grade of human beings in the heavenly planets. They are called Devatas. Like on the sun planet, Krishna said in the fourth chapter, I spoke to the king of the sun planet, this same Bhagavad Gita, about 120 million years ago. So it's not that some dinosaurs were existing and you know. This is is the this is the way the modern science is teaching us. But from our understanding, human species have been existent since since time immemorial. Ever since the creation began, the human beings were there. And Brahma happens to be the first human being. In fact, the word Brahma is also found in other scriptures. They say Abraham or Ibrahim. Actually, it is nothing but Brahma. It is a apagrams of the word Brahma. Yeah. So these are there is so much connection. Even the word Christ, Christos, Christopher. And that Greek word Christopher comes from the Sanskrit word Krishta. Krishta means attraction and Krishna means the all-attractive. So, there is so much. Actually, the whole world was under uh, the Vedic culture before. And even today, the demigods on the higher planets, they refer to this planet as Bharatvarsha, this whole planet. Although, the only India is now known as Bharat. Even like... 80 years, 90 years ago, uh, Pakistan, Bharat was including Pakistan, including Bangladesh, including Burma even, but uh, Sri Lanka, so they they separated. Even in our near history, it is already becoming small. And now part of Kashmir is already taken away. (laughs) This side and another small part is taken away, now contested on the other side. It is said that in the Srimad Bhagavatam that by the end of Kali Yuga, Bharatvarsha will be only the land that is surrounding the Ganga river. That's it. Everything else will separate. It will become separate countries. So this prediction is already given. So anyway, there are beings everywhere. So human beings, human species are very auspicious. Not auspicious. It's still, <laughs> it's still uh, <coughs> temporary. Human life is temporary, animal life is also temporary. So what is so auspicious about human life? The auspiciousness is that we can use this life to get out of the cycle of birth and death. 
the other subhuman species do not have this chance. They have no intelligence to inquire who is God, who am I, why am I here, all these things, they cannot inquire. A dog, you cannot put a dog here and ask them to understand Bhagavad Gita. So he will only bark, he will only bite, this is all he will do. So <clears throat> they don't have the intelligence or their intelligence is so covered by the mode of ignorance that they have absolutely zero chance. Not exactly zero, there is a very slight chance. Because if a devotee throws some prasadam to the dog and the dog eats, he will improve. He will advance. There is a very good chance he will get human life next life. <coughs> Not only that, now we offer flowers, you see, to Krishna as garlands. As, so the plants which produce these flowers, when the devotee plucks them and offers, then also they will elevate tremendously in the cycle of evolution. When we say evolution, it's not the Darwin's theory of evolution. We're talking about the soul transmigrating from one body to another body to another body to the next, to the next, to the next, until it comes to human form. Then it's a crossroads, whether we even go up or down. Because uh, we have intelligence, our actions are judged. When we do, when we kill somebody, we will, we will be punished by the laws of karma. But the lion, if he kills, he will not be, there is no law of karma for him. He is suffering the karma of his previous actions. Since time immemorial, he, you know, he is suffering and coming. But he is not punished for killing a deer or anybody. However brutal it may look like, he is not punished. That is what he is meant for. We are punished if we do something like that. So our human life is meant to inquire about higher aim of life. What is, what is the aim of life? Why are we born? Why do we die? What happens after death? What happened before birth? Who is the creator? So these things should be understood. So Krishna, he created 8.4 million species, but he was only satisfied when he created human species. I think, what is it? 11, 7, 22, eh? 11, 9, 22. There is something in the 7th chapter also, no? Similarly. Srishtva Purani Vivitanya Jayatma Shaktya Vrikshan Sari Sripapashun Khagadanda Shukan Taistai Ratushtahridayas Purusham Vidhaya Brahma Valoka Dishanam Mudamapadeva The Supreme Personality of Godhead, expanding His own potency, Maya Shakti, created innumerable species of life to house the conditioned souls. So we are being housed in this body. We are being... uh, This body is like a house for, for the soul. So He created innumerable species of life to house the conditioned souls, yet... By creating the forms of trees, reptiles, animals, birds, snakes and so on, the Lord was not satisfied within his heart. Then he created human life which offers the conditioned soul sufficient intelligence to perceive the absolute truth and became pleased. And because this is his chosen form, the human body, and which has meaning, which can be used to come out of this, so he gave the form which is a replica of his form. So in other words, our form 
is a replica of god form even in bible it is said man is made in the image of god not god is made in the image of man we did not imagine this form this is mentioned in the shastra venum vanandam aravindadalayataksham varhavatam samasitam budasundarangam ಕಂದರ್ಪಕೋಟಿಕಮನೀಯಶೇಷಶೋಭಂ ಗೋವಿಂದಮಾಪುರುಷಂ ತಮಹಂ ಭಜಾಮಿ ಸೊ ವಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಅಚಿಂತ ಶ್ಯಾಮಸುಂದರಂ ಈವನ್ ಅದರ್ವೈಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಪ್ರೇಮಾಂಜನಚುರಿತಭಕ್ತಿವಿಲೋಚನೆಯ ಸಂತಸ್ಸದೈವ ಹೃದಯು ವಿಲೋಕಯಂತೆ ಎಂ ಶ್ಯಾಮಸುಂದರಂ ಅಚಿಂತ್ಯಗುಣಸ್ವರೂಪಂ ಗೋವಿಂದಮಾಪುರುಷಂ ತಮಹಂ ಶ್ಯಾಮಂ ತ್ರಿಭಂಗಲಿತಂ ನಿಯತ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಂ ಸೋ ಮೆನಿ ಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೇಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಎವ್ರಿವೇರ್ ಜಿ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಅ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಹಿ ರಿವೀಲ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ದ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಯಸ್ಯಾನನಮಕರಕುಂಡಲಚಾರುಕರ್ಣ ಭ್ರಾಜತ್ ಕಪೋಲಸುಭಗಂ ಸ ವಿಲಾಸಹಾಸಂ ನಿತ್ಯೋತ್ಸವಂ ನ ತತ್ರಪುರುದೃಷಿಭಿಪಿಬಂಥ್ಯೋ ನಾರ್ಯೋ ನರಾಶ್ಚ ಮುದಿತ ಕುಪಿತಾನಿಮೇಶ್ಚ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ ಫೇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಡೆಕೊರೇಟೆಡ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಅ ಫೇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಡೆಕೊರೇಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಆರ್ನಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಸಚ್ ಎಸ್ ಇಯರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಫೋ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇಯರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ರಿಸೆಂಬ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಶಾರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಶೇಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಯರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಆರ್ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ದ ಇಯರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದ ಶೇಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ಶಾರ್ಕ್ ಡ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಚೀಕ್ಸ್ ಬ್ರಿಲಿಯಂಟ್ in fact each of his cheek is compared to a full moon very beautiful in fact full moon is not as beautiful because full moon has still has spots this is spotless beauty and kandarpa koti kamaniya cupid cupid is the demigod of lust so man becomes attracted to woman and woman becomes attracted to man because of the influence of cupid lust so the demigod cupid is actually very very is called manmatha he is very very beautiful extremely beautiful but kandarpa koti kamaniya many millions and billions of cupids together still cannot match the beauty of krishna so his cheeks brilliant and his smiling attractive to everyone whoever sees lord krishna sees a festival is not just a fest you know today afternoon we had a festival you know varaha <clears throat> dwadash offered did some kirtan offered prasad after offered bhoga partook of the prasadam so it's an event and today of course is in the evening but tomorrow tomorrow of course there is another festival <laughs> but after that you see there is no festival for some time until i think next week and then after that next month gorupurnam but nityotsavam here the word is used nityotsavam nitya means always festival utsavam means festival nitya utsavam so whoever is with krishna is having a eternal festival anending akhanda utsava another place it is akhanda utsava means no interruption you know in the movie when you go to the theater there is halfway through the movie especially indian movies are very long so they put halfway they go intermission there is no intermission in the 
in the you know festival of Krishna. So whoever sees Lord Krishna sees a festival, eternal festival. His face and body are fully satisfying for everyone to see. His body is the perfection of all beauty. But the devotees are angry at the creator for the disturbance caused by the momentary blinking of their eyes. Three times it is said, this verse 92465, 103115 and 108239. Three times in the Bhagavatam it is said, the devotees, especially the gopis and the residents of Vrindavan, they condemn the creator Brahma for creating these eyelids which keep blinking every time. And that momentary blinking impedes their vision of Krishna for that brief moment. And they cannot take it. Such beauty Krishna. They don't want to have the slightest pause in that vision. So that is the form we are talking about. He is not a impersonal, some you know, power, you know. No. This is wrong conception. Many people, the vast majority, 99% of the people think that God is not a person. Although they refer to him as him, him means it's of course a person and also it's a male. Now not a male like in this material world. Material world, even the female has the male mentality. Male means Purusha and female is Prakriti. Male is the enjoyer, female is to be enjoyed by the male. So in this material world, we, whether man or woman, we want to enjoy. I want to be the enjoyer. That, that is male mentality, purusha mentality. Prakriti means we are to be enjoyed by the male. That's why Govindam Adipurusham, the real male, is only Krishna. He is the only enjoyer and we are supposed to cooperate with his enjoyment and in such cooperation we will find our enjoyment. But if we challenge that and we say, huh? why I should uh, cooperate with somebody else's enjoyment? I will become an enjoyer. And with this very same mentality we have descended into this material world. Ever since we thought like that, we were put in this material world and we have been going around the cycle of birth and death in many species of life trying to enjoy. Compared to the Lord, we are infinitesimal, we are very small. So, of course, we have to cooperate with his enjoyment because he is the predominator and we are the predominated. And since we wanted to become the predominator, so the Lord gave us an energy which is lesser than us, inferior to even this living entity. Among the Lord and living entity, we are living and we are of course inferior. So, the inferior cannot be the Purusha. He cannot be the enjoyer. He has to cooperate with the superior's enjoyment. Like the servant, he cannot uh, dictate to the boss what he <laughs> No. He has to just follow the orders of the boss, right? So the inferior will always have to serve the superior. So since we are inferior compared to the Lord, those who understand that actually, yes, I am only Krishna's servant and nothing else, they will be in the spiritual world, they will be serving the Lord. But those who challenge it, saying that, no, I want to become the um, superior. Then we are given an, an energy which is inferior to even the living entity and that is this material world. And we try to become the enjoyer here. 
is how we have ended up in the material world. This is the reason why. Um, so the whole point is how to come back to our eternal servitude to Krishna. <clears throat> so the gopis, they are so attracted to Krishna that they do not want even the slightest blinking of the eyelids. Govinda Madhupurusham Tamaham Vajam. So he is the eternal enjoyer and they want to serve him and in that service we will have our enjoyment. The example is given of the finger. The finger is a part and parcel of this body. Its duty or the hand, its duty is to put, hold the food and put in the stomach. And if there is no food, work again with the hands and legs. All parts and brain is also working where to find work and even in the work we have to put brain to do the work also. So all the parts of the body are working to get some money so that we can get some food so that we can put into the stomach. Ultimately we are feeding our stomach or our stomachs of our family members. So this finger is a part and parcel of the body. But um, so the finger will get will get nourished only if it supplies the food to the stomach but if the finger starts thinking why why i should stomach is doing nothing just sitting in one place we are all working all these parts uh, hands legs everybody is you know you know they are all working and stomach is just sitting and doing nothing let the, let us teach this lesson to the stomach let's boycott like you know the now there's some freedom convoy going on canada so curfew okay boycott. Let us not do anything. Let this stomach understand. Let the stomach wake up and get up and start working. So what happened? After two, three days, the finger became weak, the leg became weak, brain became weak. Then they realized, this is an allegorical story in the Hitopadesh book, that they realized, then they had a meeting, you know, actually our thing is not working. We are, we are ourselves suffering. Let us put the food back into the stomach and let us see what will happen. They put the food back in the stomach, they all became nourished again. So, we will get nourished, we will become happy if we cooperate with the, the source of our energy, Krishna. Just like stomach is the source of energy for all the entire body. So, Krishna is this root. Just like when you water the root, the en- entire tree, however big it is, he will get nutrients. The, the farthest branches, leaves, buds, everything will get nourished just by watering the root. But if you want to water every single part of the tree, you know, it's a very imperfect way of doing it. So similarly, the best welfare activity is to just serve the Lord and with His pleasure, everybody will be happy. All these top gap measures of this welfare activity, that welfare activity, this thing, that thing, this project, that project, this is just patchwork, nothing. It will only create more and more problems. It will never come to a solution. The simplest solution is to water the root. So, we have to come to that point of serving Krishna. So, He is the Mattaha Parataram Nanyat. There is nobody equal to or superior to me, Krishna said. Nobody. Not even such great devatas as Brahma and Shiva as well. They are, they are also inferior to Krishna. Although they are exalted, they are the greatest of demigods. 
even they are only servants of Krishna. What to speak? Even Lord Balaram, who is the very same Krishna, only difference between Lord Balaram and Krishna is that their color. That's the only difference. <clears throat> exactly the same opulences, everything, beauty, fame, knowledge, renunciation, everything the same. Only color different. Krishna is Meghashyam, you know, the uh, dark blue, which is not found in this world. So it's usually sometimes said as black, sometimes said as blue. The nearest color is the rain, the heavy monsoon cloud. That is Krishna's color. And Balaram is white. It's the only difference. And there is one more difference, which is the mood. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Balaram is also Supreme Personality of Godhead. But Krishna accepts the service and Balaram offers the service to Krishna. He, in fact, in the form of Anantasesh, he becomes his bed, his slippers, his pillow, everything. So, what to speak, even Balaram, although Supreme Personality of Godhead is still acting as servant of Krishna. What to speak of Shiva, Brahma, Durga, everybody else. The greatest of demigods are still servants of Krishna, Mattaha Parataram Nanyat. Even Mahavishnu is also Kalavishesha only. Mahavishnu from whose pores universes are generated. Even he is only a Kalavishesha. Kala means uh, Amsha. Amsha means plenary expansion. Plenary means having the same power. So Krishna expands himself into multiforms. And from that amsha, when another form is generated from the amsha, that is Kala. So from Krishna expands Balram. From Balram, there are the Chaturvyuha expansions of Vasudeva, Sankarshan, Pradyumna, Aniruddha. This is very technical. Four handed forms. Vasudeva, Sankarshan, Pradyumna, Aniruddha. From that Sankarshan is generated the Adi Narayan who presides over all the planets of the Vaikuntha Lokas. And from that Sankarshan also comes the Mahasankarshan, another Chaturvyuha, Vasudeva Sankarshan Pradyumna Aniruddha. From that Sankarshan expands the Mahavishnu. This whole technical information is given in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. But you can understand, so all are his servants, including his own expansions. What to speak of Shiva, Brahma and everybody else who are lesser? Shiva is very extremely powerful, more powerful than even Brahma. He is between the living entity and Krishna. The living entity can max become Brahma. But Shiva we cannot become. We can become Brahma if we want, if we qualify. But Shiva we cannot become. He is beyond the range of the living entities. But even he is inferior to Krishna. Aradhananam sarvesham Vishnu Aradhanam Param. This is what Krishna is meaning when he says, Matta Paradaram Nanya Kinchidasti Dhananjana. And today is the incarnation of the boar, the Varaha. The Lord incarnated as a boar. <laughs> boar is not a very high grade animal you know, in the species of life. <laughs> if you if you actually analyze, the boar actually eats stool, garbage. 
he will dig the ground and you know dig something and eat that is wild boar the pig who is uh, i mean the domestic pig here the we don't, there are no domestic uh, i mean pigs everything is imported but uh, in india you will find pigs on the street and they roll they like to roll in garbage um, murky waters you know any mud is there garbage they they thrive they thrive there it is a festival for them big <laughs> big feast <laughs> stool garbage rubbish so that is pig it is not very even among animals also you know the lion is like a regal animal at least you know there is some uh, what is it called majesty to the lion where well, pig what, what not even beautiful not even i mean rolling about in mud but you see the lord became a boar why he chose this kind of body no he did not choose this body of a boar his body even even if he takes as a boar he is transcendental it is said in the third canto that he took the body in the mode of pure goodness although he was a boar whereas in the ordinary boar is a mode of ignorance <laughs> it's like huh pure ignorance he is pure goodness there is no difference uh, when krishna says in the fourth chapter ajo pisanna vyajatma bhutanam ishvaro pisan prakritim swamadhishthaya sambhava amyatmamayaya although i am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates and although i am the lord of all living entities by my internal energy i still appear in every millennium in my original transcendental form so he he comes in his original form he his incarnation as a boar and his incarnation as um, ramachandra or krishna there's no difference in the quality of such body although it is different form that's why he is called advaitam achyutam anadim anantarupam he is advaitam and anantarupam there is no second to him there is no equal there is no second krishna but he has his own expansions who are not only second third but multi infinite but he is still advaitam dvaitam means two advaitam means one there is no equal so that one person can expand himself into innumerable forms and <clears throat> there are many verses 20 and 30 first let's go to this verse <clears throat> 1830 of shrimad bhagavatam kunti devi is saying janma karma cha vishvatman ajasya karturatmanah tiryan rishishu yadahasu tadatyanta vidambanam of course it is bewildering o soul of the universe that you work though you are inactive and that you take birth though you are the vital force and the unborn he he is he is the source of everything but still he takes birth you yourself descend amongst animals men sages and aquatics matsya matsya avatar as a fish but when he comes in these forms he does things which ordinary fish or boar or you know uh, lion they cannot do please stop please stop making sound noise you know 
You want to play, you play upstairs. Don't play here. <coughs> so, he is, when you like boar, for example, which boar can actually go down to the depths of the Garbhodaka ocean and pick up the earth from there? <laughs> the maximum boar can do is dig some earth. Dig some little bit uh, soil on the earth. He cannot take out the whole earth like this. Hmm. But actually, why did he take the form of a boar? There is a reason. Because boar and pigs are usually in the dirty places. Hmm? So, earth, because it was fallen down, although Garbhodaka ocean is the perspiration of the Lord, and of course it is spiritual water. But as you go down in the heaven, I mean in the planetary systems, they become more and more sinful people live there. Now we are in the Bhuloka, middle planetary system. In the, above this there is Bhuvarloka, then Swargaloka, then Janaloka, Mahaloka, Tapaloka, Satyaloka, where Brahma stays. But uh, below the human, I mean Bhuloka, there is Tala, Atala, Vitala, Sutala, Talatala, Rasatala, Patala. All of them are uh, what is this? Uh, sinful people, sinful living entities are accommodated there in those planetary systems. So it is a dirty place in such way, predominated with sins of the living entities. And uh, earth has fallen down to the depths of the universe. So universe, um, actually, I, this is this is my experience. When I was uh, a small boy, I think I was at that time around thirteen. Maybe when I first heard the story of Vara in the connection with the Venkateshwar Balaji in Tirupati, so there is this uh, starts with the story of Varaha where you know when I read the description that he lifted the earth from the ocean, I was laughing. At what kind of nonsense, unscientific, you know, description is this? Are ocean is on the earth, then he is lifting earth from the ocean? What a nonsense! Is this? I was laughing at it. I was laughing. You see, this kind of stories, and we want the parents and grandfather parents. They want us to believe this kind of nonsense. You know. So I was like, this is not scientific. But they also did not explain properly. If anybody says Earth was uh, taken out from the ocean, how you know? Come on. It doesn't make any any sense at all. But when we understand the whole structure of the universe. Uh, the scientists cannot see all this, but according to Vedic descriptions, the universe is actually like a egg, Brahmanda. Brahmanda means the whole egg-like universe, which has a tight shell, and the shell is also composed of um, the materials of the shell is also mentioned. Basically, these eight elements: earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence. So, <clears throat> each layer is ten times thicker than the radius of the uh, universe. I mean, sorry. Okay. The, u- the radius of the universe is 2 billion miles. Diameter 4 billion. So, the first layer of covering is of earth and that is 20 billion miles earth. And then, times 10, 200 billion miles of thickness of water covering and, you know, fire, even 10 times. 2 trillion. So, in this way it is going on. Sorry, 200 billion. So, in this way it is going on, the thickness, that is the shell of the universe. And within the shell, the empty part, the hollow, half is filled with water, 
which is the perspiration of the the Garbhodakashai Vishnu who is lying down on the Seshanar. And then from his navel the lotus flower sprouts and Brahma is born on that lotus flower. And all the planetary systems lie within the stem of that lotus. And all the planetary systems, the space that we see is within the stem of that lotus. We can't even imagine. We are so small. You know, whatever we are seeing in a space is the stem of that, within the stem, <coughs> stem of that lotus. And in that, all these planets are situated. And then right on the top, and the top of the lotus is Lord Brahma, situated on the lotus. So now, when he went to this, uh, when the earth was fallen from that orbit and down all the way to the depths of the ocean, Garbhodaka ocean. So it was referring to the Garbhodaka ocean, not the ocean on the earth, which doesn't make any sense you to rescue the earth from the ocean. It only makes sense when we understand the Garbhodaka ocean. So only when I came to Prabhupada's description of the Varaha pastimes, then I understood how foolish I was. The thing is, even the so-called Hindus, they just think these are Adam stories, you know. And they think it is not so sacred. They say, oh, Bhagavad Gita, Ramayana, Mahabharata, all sacred, but they will change the story in the serials. And nobody protests. Mahabharata serial, Ramayana serial, they are making. I was disgusted when I saw the new Ramayana serial. I think, Siya Karam. You know, there is a new series. Concoction. Ahalya was a stone. She became a stone, was cursed by her husband. And Ramachandra, he put his foot on the stone. And she again regained her form. But in this one, he goes and touches the feet of the... With his hand, he touches the feet of Ahalya. Oh, you are a great mother. What nonsense. Some feminist is sitting there and doing this direction. Huh? Just depict it as it is. Why are you changing? To suit your uh, nonsense mentality. Nonsense concoction. Why? We cannot, we cannot, um, you know, put our material conceptions into the pastimes of the Lord and change it. Not only that, there is now the series for children and entertainment, Chota Bhim. Chota Bhim. The Bhim and Hanuman, they all go to school, you know. You, you cannot do this. You try this in any other religion. Any other, you, you try this in Islam. What will happen? Huh. See, although they, they respect their scripture, that is the point I am making. You cannot spread your legs. Though. They respect the scripture. You, have to, you cannot change it. This is the word of Krishna. We cannot modify it and make it our own adaptation. Cannot. There is another society in Singapore also. They also seemingly worship Krishna only, but they don't believe everything that Krishna did. When we say Krishna lifted the Govardhan hill with the little finger of his left hand, this one is not believable, you know. Let's say something believable. So actually what Krishna did, their version of it, is actually he opened one cave in the mountain and he put everybody in the the Govardhan. He put all the Vrindavan vases, rain was falling, he just put put them in the cave. This is their explanation of Govardhan Lila. And they say Krishna is their guide. 
there is the name of the society krishna our guide krishna is your guide or you are guiding krishna <laughs> so we cannot do like this we have to take the words of scripture as they are literally that's why bhagavad translation of bhagavad gita is bhagavad gita as it is don't concoct if i cannot understand something let me not change it to suit my understanding let me let me change my understanding to suit the scriptures statements uh, so that is what we should do if if i cannot accommodate the idea that is or the description that is being said then i have to change because i am already having this idea of big bang and all this so when i hear hear that lotus started and brahma started and he created you know uh, this is what is this you know we cannot even see brahma this is not uh, this is not scientific we have so much faith in the so called scientists who never saw the big bang who never saw how the universe started universe started billions and trillions of years before they were born and they're coming up with a theory now and we choose to place all our faith in their instruments in their theories this is the yeah every year they're coming up with new new theories and we have to believe we learned in textbooks that uh, you know darwin's theory of evolution Uh, when i asked my sister 6 years later she did not have that chapter no more because it has been contested that time <laughs> and we learned it as gospel truth so real science is when the creator himself explains how he created everything and how he comes within this creation to help us mattah parataram nanyat means there is no one superior or equal to him therefore he is supreme and his word is also supreme don't change it don't invent and make it some and even uh, there is one guru in india talking nonsense but is very famous sadguru everybody knows he is going hollywood bollywood everywhere huh he said on ganesh chaturthi day that ganesh actually did not have elephant head somebody made a mistake while drawing and it came down like that generations and generations it is now being followed like that and nobody even raises a question they think he is very very uh, you know intellectual very talking absolute rubbish every time he opens his mouth but because people do not know what is the actual standard of knowledge they have not read the bhagavad gita if you read bhagavad gita you will see that it is nonsense it will only sound meaningful to those who have not read bhagavad gita a torchlight may be a great source of light when there is darkness but when there is a sun it is foolishness if sun is <laughs> if there is sun bright sun in the afternoon and you open a torchlight <laughs> so these people they try to show the world through their torchlight when the sun is there and those people only and when you shine a torch light you will still not see it as clear you can see some part you cannot see some part you know like shadows are there it's not very clear still just near you maybe little bit you can we can know but sun when it comes out you can see the sun you can see yourself you can see the world clearly that's why it is said you know 
this this verse in the bhagavad gita 516 gyanena tu tad agyanam yesham nashitam atmana tesham aditya vagyanam prakashayati tat param when however one is enlightened with the knowledge by which nations is destroyed then his knowledge reveals everything as the sun lights up everything in the daytime so when we know the statements of bhagavad gita this is this is a misfortune of india they have in their land the entire secret for all the problems of the world but they choose not to read and there are so many cheaters why these cheaters are becoming famous if everybody knew bhagavad gita he will not have a single subscriber in the social media and nobody will ask him any questions he better learn he himself says i don't read any scriptures i don't yeah and then we have to hear him we have to listen to him not only him there are many others like this everybody is talking in their own way that's why real guru means real guru means who repeats the word of krishna not not invents a single thing from his brain that is guru to become guru is very simple actually just to repeat in the exam it is easier to copy right cheat and copy but in the spiritual life we are being asked to copy the test is to copy but we are cheating and doing something else <laughs> if you copy you will pass <laughs> but we don't want to copy no no i want to be known as a different philosopher i want i will have a different take on it you know that's what we want to do. we want to invent we want to be innovative creative if you only copy you will pass the test <laughs> we don't want to copy material world we want to copy and somehow cheat and pass the test here copying is cheating there copying is real thing if you invent that is cheating if you write on your own words in your own way that is cheating and people are banking on this so mattah paradaram nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya mai sarvam idam protam sutre manigana this second part of the verse krishna is saying that sutre manigana a very nice example the thread the necklace of pearls is beautiful and sometimes with the neck it's not just one string you can actually do many many combinations you know in our krishna's mukut there are so many designs sometimes you know it's like this double so many things you can do but it all looks beautiful because of the thread inside which gives the shape if you take out the thread the pearls will just drop on the floor sometimes it happens right <laughs> then there is thread snaps then it's just chaos yes yes no although each pearl is also beautiful but it looks much more beautiful as a necklace now in this world so everything is so beautiful people give so much credit to nature oh nature is so beautiful you know majestic and they take photos sunset sunrise but just as the necklace you can you can't see the thread you can only see the pearls you can't see the underlying thread which is joining everything 
But you should know that the necklace only exists because of the thread, although it is not visible immediately. Now similarly, the Lord is also existing. We cannot, we may not be able to see Him immediately because of our, you know, just like, just like if I do not know how necklaces are made, I will see, oh, that is beautiful, you know. But if I know, how, of course, anybody who has a little sense, like a child may not know how a necklace is made, but if you are an adult, you should know that there is a string behind this. So, if we are mature in knowledge, we will know that in the background of everything that is beautiful, not only beautiful, even ugly, is the Lord. Sutre Maniganaiva. But He is only invisible to the foolish observer like us. To the one who is actually in love with the Lord, He is always visible. Always visible. People say, oh, you are talking so much about God. Shh, don't talk. Show me God, I will believe. They will say like this. Why are you talking so much? You are trying to prove that He exists. exists. Show me, I will, prove, I will believe. Why are you just talking and not showing? The thing is, we can see God. But we have to become qualified. God, even if He comes in front of you, you cannot, be, you cannot recognize Him. Yeah. We don't have the intelligence to understand that God is there. So we have to first of all see His energies, appreciate His energies, appreciate Him. Like you know the other day Prabhu was telling, the deity form. To even understand that the deity is Krishna. It is not some stone worshipping. It requires a great deal of understanding. But even otherwise, we can see in the energies. How do you think everything exists? Prabhupada gave nice examples, like flower. When you see flower, there's so nice colors and fragrance and everything, texture, shape. So if a paint, if, a, if an artist draws a flower, we, we appreciate the artist. Oh, that's, that looks like a real flower. Who, who, who painted this? But if, uh, if, if that, that imitation of the real flower we immediately give credit to the artist. Why don't we give credit to the artist who painted the actual flower? Now they may say, hey, where is the... You mean God is coming and painting, you know, with the paintbrush? No, he, his, his paintbrush is different. In the seed of the plant is the formula for the chemicals that will be produced in the plant. Say, for example, fruit, an orange fruit. There is so much citrus. So, where is it coming from? It is coming from the earth and coming from the water. But we cannot generate that. We try to generate this orange, this citrus uh, juice from uh, just earth, water, sunlight and all this, air. We cannot. We are also producing chemicals. The other day, <laughs> last year, I had, uh, it, it didn't, thankfully by Krishna's grace, it was not a problem. I was thinking, I was having some gallstones. So, I went for a scan and all these things. But I wanted to know how gallstones, what is a gallstone? Like I googled and I looked at the pictures of the gallstones. Now, however disgusting it may be, but actually they look very beautiful. <laughs> they look like jade. My point was that, 
if we can produce stones the lord cannot produce stones there are all so many stones all over you know rocky mountains are there if we ourselves can produce stones in our kidneys or our gall bladder then the lord cannot produce stones and you see how actually they look nice very smooth finish if you see it as a real stone they look actually beautiful but of course because it is a part of the body you feel disgusting i want to say so but uh, i was just thinking like i mean if we can produce stones why i mean how can they deny that there is a creator for the stones that are existing in the world so every way if you see there is the connection with the lord everything is coming from the lord only we have not created somebody created no no you are assuming that somebody created how you know somebody created it just came into existence what comes into existence uh, on its own nothing comes into existence singapore was not like this before the buildings just did not come out of existence you know just grew out of the earth no it took endeavor it took living person or a group of people to construct a building i told you the other day when i saw one uh, museum picture of singapore orchard road 1923 it was like a village sidewalk some uh, no road even you know the dirt the dirt road just one woman was carrying some pot in a waste and she was going like that it was it was like a swamp it was like some tribal uh, forest orchard road and now it is like you know the busiest the center of the the nucleus of the metropolis singapore so who made this how this change came to be because it was a person who developed nothing manifests by itself it is foolishness to think that way will a child just come out no many people credit to nature as we say more oh, mother nature mother nature who is the father can mother produce a single child without the father no so if nature is mother there must be a father and krishna says i am the father tasam mahat brahma yonir aham bija pradhapita he said i am the seed giving father because of which in the womb of this material world all the living entities are being you know having bodies in different species of all sarvayonishu kaunteya aham bija pradhapita of all species i am the father that means usually a crocodile's father is a crocodile <laughs> a dog's father is a dog pig's father is a pig <coughs> krishna is saying i am the i am the father of all species how can he be the father when the children look like something else <coughs> that means he also has these forms varahadev is one of the example in the kimpurusha loka there are half man half animals there is another world another planet you know in the, like in the hollywood movie there is some planet of the apes there is actually such a planet of the apes and this kimpurushas are from there the vanara sainya sena of uh, ramchandra hanuman and all these uh, 
apes they were not ordinary apes they not ordinary apes they were they had the powerful they had the power of 10000 elephants you know the strongest of them so they are not ordinary apes they they actually descend from another planet called the kimpurushaloka where they are like that sometimes and there is another version of it called kinnara so, so one of them is uh, the face of a human being but the body of an animal <coughs> but the others the body of an animal sorry the body of a human being but the face of an animal <coughs> so such things are there so whether he is coming in the form of fish or tortoise or everything he has nothing can exist in this world without being existing in the lord so if there is a fish form here there must be a fish form in the lord now we know matsya kurma tortoise we know half man half lion we know uh, who of course human like form we have ramachandra bhrugupati we have uh, krishna balaram buddha kalki <coughs> we have half man half lion narasimha so we have some you know but we don't have every information of every species of life in fact shri prabhupad says in sometimes in his purport <coughs> that the lord actually incarnates in every species of life even in the trees like one of the krishna's devotees she incarnated as tree tulsi in this world so he has incarnations in every species <coughs> and some we know <coughs> Huh? Stone. stone, yeah, as a stone of Salagram Sila. <coughs> and um, I wanted to show this. This is spoken by Prahlad Maharaj. Itham nirtirya grishideva jhashavataray लोकान विभावयसी जगत प्रतीकानिवाहापुरुषपासीयुगानुवृत्तमीदेवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिवेरियनिव
ಭಾರಂ ಭುವೋ ಹರಯದೂತ್ತಮ ವಂದನಂತೆ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಡೆಮಿ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ದ್ರೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಲಾಡ್ ಹೂ ವಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವೂಂಬ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಮದರ್ ದೇವಕಿ ಅಟ್ ದ ಟೈಮ್ ಹಿ ಡಿ ನಾಟ್ ಇವನ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಬರ್ತ್ ಯಟ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಅಟ್ ದಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವೂಂಬ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಮದರ್ ದ ದೇವತಾಸ್ ಕೇಮ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೇ ವರ್ ಆಫರಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಲಾಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವೂಂಬ್ ಓ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲರ್ ಯುವರ್ ಲಾಡ್ಶಿಪ್ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ಲಿ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ಕಾರ್ನೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಅ ಫಿಶ್ ಅ ಹಾರ್ಸ್ a tortoise narsimhadev a boar today's boar a swan hamsavatar he came and instructed lord brahma in form of a swan then even hayagriva horse headed incarnation horse head but human so lord ramachandra parashuram and among the demigods vamanadev to protect the entire world by your mercy now please protect us again by your mercy by diminishing the disturbances in this world o krishna best of the yadus we respectfully offer our obeisances unto you so <coughs> of course jayadev goswami gave the dashavatar dashavatar 10 incarnations is only some few of them he has millions of incarnations just to name a few okay 10 incarnations but he has incarnations coming like the waves of the ocean he is coming every single time sambhavami yuge yuge he said not that i will come sambhavami dasha dasha yuge 10 yugas i will come and i'll bye bye after that no yuge yuge and there are how many yugas how many yugas are there in one day of brahma there are 4000 yugas 1000 cycles of the four yugas means 4000 yugas in one day of brahma and brahma lives for 100 years of his time which is about 311 trillion 40 billion earth years how many yugas that means 4000 times 36000 how much is that 72144 huh 144 million this kind of numbers and every yuga he is coming and in this yuga he came as buddha he came as chaitanya mahaprabhu and in the end he will come as kalki also so you see he is coming so many times unlimited avatars manvantara avatars so six types of avatars are there six categories of avatars there is the purushavatara which is the mahavishnu garbhadakshay kshiradakshay vishnus and then there is uh, the gunavatara who is the brahma vishnu and shiva then there is uh, leelavatara to perform leela yugavatara in each yuga he comes then there is uh, shaktavishavatara another one manvantara avatars the manus are also empowered incarnations manvantara manu means the father of mankind manushya we are called manushya or manava or in english english we are called man it also comes from the word manu so this mankind is a descendants of manu this that manu is actually a prajapati a progenitor he generates so much population of the human kind so such a person is called manu and he exists in the heavenly planets and he is also an empowered person and considered one of the avatars of the lord 
and in the lifetime of brahma there are half a million manus 504000 manus within the lifetime of brahma so you see how many times how many incarnations are there hmm? so but he is the supreme how ma- however he comes here when he comes here he does not come under the influence of karma we were born here because we did something in the past lives and we are reaping the karma now but he did not come because of some other uh, you know some karma he did you know sometimes they make stories like this also among uh, so called hindus oh ram he shot bali maharaj and therefore wali came as a hunter to kill him but actually it was not wali who came as a hunter it is bhrugumuni who came as a hunter that is stated in the shastra so it is not true and there is another one which uh, where he accepts the curse of gandhari yeah how can he accept the curse of gandhari this i mean he is also you see he can be cursed well he accepted the beating of yashoda maya also that means he can be beaten up isn't <laughs> he can be beaten up huh you can catch and beat krishna but yashoda maya can do out of love when he chooses somebody who is his devotee is ha they can do these things and he becomes controlled by them krishna is independent but he says i am not at all independent श्री भगवाच दृष्ण हिमसेल से अहम भक्तपराधीनो हि अस्वतंत्र इव द्विज साधुर्ग्रस्त हृदय भक्तजन प्रिय ऑलो हिईज मत परतरम नान्यत नो बड़ी सुपीरियर टू मी वेन ही कम्स इन फ्रंट ऑफ हिस्स डिवोटीज हि बिकम्स टोटली इनफीरियर दिस इज स्पेशल नेचर ऑफ कृष्ण See the supreme personality of Godhead said to the Brahmana. The supreme personality of Godhead said to the Brahmana, "I am completely under the control of my devotees. That means the devotees can do whatever they like with the Lord. The Lord became a driver for Arjuna, and Arjuna was saying, 'Go here, go there,' and Krishna was taking the chariot on the battlefield." in fact you cannot shout hey krishna turn right turn left you cannot do this arjuna because on the battlefield there is too much noise elephants are shouting what you what your voice <laughs> elephants are trumpeting horses are shouting the men are shouting and the weapons are clashing and i will talk and it will be heard no the krishna arjuna cannot shout and he is already focusing on the arrows shooting this person that person yeah so actually the way of the chariot is driven if arjuna wants to turn right the archer is at the actually this is not a very accurate picture of if arjuna shoots the arrow it will hit krishna here <laughs> this is not an accurate description of of the 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 archer is at a much higher ground and the chariot is lower so the 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 height is such that the legs the platform on which the archer stands is where the shoulders of the the uh, sarathi the driver will be and that's where he sits and arjuna is shooting and when he wants to turn right he will tap krishna's right shoulder with his foot <laughs> <laughs> 
not with the hand. Hey Krishna, please. <laughs> How you can do this? No, he will just with the, just like you know when you are uh, driving car, accelerator brake, you know, with the, like that, you know, with the legs, you know. He is commanding Krishna on the right, left, like this. And Krishna is driving for him. This is how he becomes controlled by the devotees. He becomes a driver. He, become, he became a messenger for the Pandavas. An ordinary messenger, postman. His prestigious job? Not very. Important job, nonetheless. Not prestigious job. They don't get millions of dollars of salary, right? Nobody wants to, nobody aspires to become a postman in their life. Out of circumstances, they may become. <laughs> but Krishna, he became a postman for Pandavas. <clears throat> you see, Mattaha Parataram Nanyat, he declared in Bhagavad Gita. And after that, he became a driver <laughs> to Arjuna. Please come on me, you tell me where to go. <laughs> that means why? This is in, because of love. He is bound. Damodar, we, we, you know, we chant uh, the Damodarashtaka in Kartik Mass. We glorify, we ch- chant this song. Why we sing this song? Prabhu, nice tune Prabhu, let us have some variety. No. Yes, it is nice tune, but uh, <laughs> it is glorifying the Love of the devotees who love the Lord without any condition. And such love actually brings the Lord under their control. Like Mother Yashoda, Nanda Maharaj, or even the cowherd boyfriends of Krishna who jump on him, who make fun of him. And Krishna likes that more than the all the shlokas of the Bhagavatam. Not that tomorrow I will make fun of Krishna better than shlokas, no? No, we cannot imitate this kind of nonsense. This is done by exalted devotees. Their status of love with Krishna is totally different. We we don't have any love and we make fun of Krishna. Krishna will make fun of us. <laughs> okay, you become pig. You become actual varaha. <laughs> then you will understand, eat stool. He also knows how to make fun of us. Like Indra, king of heaven. He was cursed, by, cursed to become uh, pig. And then after the curse was finished, Brahma came to him and said, Okay, finish. You, your curse is finished. Come back. Your, uh, the Indra role is empty there. It will be chaos. You come and rule again. Are? Who are you? What is this? No, you, you, are, you, are, you are Indra. You come back. No, no, no. I have, I have big family here. Pigs. How can I come back? I am a very important person in this family now. I have grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I have to guide them how to eat stool. Why you are coming and disturbing me? I have huge responsibilities. This was Indra. You see how we, we are laughing at Indra now. If Krishna wants to make fun of us, he can make fun of us. Let us not try artificially trying to, you know, doing this all intimate stuff. No. One has to be on that level. That level of devotion is so much that he becomes voluntarily become controlled by the devotees. And when Brahma, they could not solve the problem when the earth was falling from the orbit, then they pray to the Lord and the Lord came as Varahadeva. So again answering the devotees' prayers. And he only comes Paritranaya Sadhunam, Vinashaya Dushkritam, Dharma Samsthapanarthaya, Sambhavami, Yuge Yuge. So Paritranaya Sadhunam, he, he comes primarily to 
save the devotees, to give encouragement to the devotees. Otherwise, he has no real reason. To, to kill the demons, he doesn't really need to come. He can give one cyclone and then finish all the demons. He doesn't need to come. Tsunami, one tsunami is enough. But he comes primarily to save the devotees, to encourage the devotees. So, let us uh, become devotees of Krishna. He is the supreme. Let us not challenge his position. Let us become his servants. And we will be happy. Hmm. The whole problem of the world today is because they don't accept Krishna's supremacy. They are fighting among themselves. I am supreme, I am supreme. Countries are fighting with each other. People are fighting with each other. You know, races are fighting with each other. Genders are fighting with each other. All this is because of this. <coughs> Animals are fighting with each other. All this because we have... Our original fight started with Krishna. And we have come here. Now we have to stop that. We have to stop being rascals. We have been rascals for long enough. Enough of this qualification. We have to come out of that rascaldom. <coughs> so I'd like to stop here. Any questions or comments on this topic? Huh? There is some quotation. <coughs> Ah, three. Thank you for this reference. Dhiradas is quoting from the Facebook online, I mean live, live stream. 3.19.30 <coughs> Where the demigods referred to the Lord as being of the mode of goodness, although he came as a bore. So let's take that verse out on the screen as well. Deva uchu namo namaste khila yajna tantave sthitau grihita malasatva murtaye dishtyahato yam jagatamaruntudas tvatpada bhaktya vayamisha nirvrataha The demigods address the Lord, O oh, all obeisances unto you, you are the enjoyer of all sacrifices and you have assumed the form of a boar in pure goodness for the purpose of maintaining the world, not in pure ignorance. So of course, the prayer goes further. <clears throat> but that is the mention there, where his form of a boar is also in pure goodness. Yeah. So, <laughs> there are other references here in the comment section. So, Parashuram Prabhu is asking, why out of 14 planetary systems, Hiranyaksha took the earth planet down to Garbhodaka ocean? Is it due to her being consort of the Lord? No, no, no. He was not such a devotee that you think of like this. He just took it out of orbit and it fell down. This is another thing. The orbits is not because of the gravitational pull of the sun or something we are revolving around the sun. No, no, no. There is another principle of gravity which is not exactly the gravity that scientists say it is. The gravity <coughs> that we experience is actually Sankarshan. Because of Sankarshan, who is holding in the form of the hoods, <coughs> in the form of the Anantasesh, Anantanaga. He is holding the universes on the hoods and he doesn't even know they are there. 
so insignificant for him. You know, he doesn't even know they exist. It's like mustard seeds on the top of his hoods. And because of that attraction, because of his power, the universes remain stuck to his you know, hood. And that is actually, the Sankarshan means one who attracts everything. So that is the gravitational pull by the Lord Sankarshan. So the planets, they are very heavy, but they are floating in the sky. You may say, how they are floating in the sky? Well, if we see the clouds, they are also heavy. You know, how many tons and tons and tons of water are there in the sky? There is no tanker, you know, just floating in the sky like cotton swabs. But how many tons and tons of water are there? Who can do this? The Lord. Just imagine if we have to do the same thing, carry that much water that falls in Singapore for five minutes. Five minutes only we are talking about. How many tankers of aeroplanes and aeroplanes of water we have to come, you know, sprinkle on the water on the... Just imagine the Lord does effortlessly like a cotton swab. Without a tanker the water is being carried by the wind just like that. So, you know, we always calculate the Lord according to what we can do. Oh, this must be very difficult. No, it is not true. Right? It is difficult for us to carry the water also, but it is happening, right? In front of us. Now you may say density is less than this and this. Whatever it is, the Lord has a way to carry the tons and tons of water in the air without a tanker, without an aeroplane. You may say evaporation and all this. But where is the evaporation? Who, who created the evaporation? Who created these things? We only discover laws. We don't make the laws. Who made the laws? Huh. So that is the law. Hmm. So, <clears throat> so that earth was actually falling out of orbit. And it was going all the way down because of the Sankarshan's gravity. Towards the Garbhodaka ocean. Then the Lord lifted again back to the orbit. You see, this is what that so-called Guru, Sadhguru, you know, ah, he said like this. Ganesha is a god with an elephant face. His face is not supposed to be that of an elephant. It is supposed to be a, of a, to be a Gana. He is called Ganapati, which means a lord, chief of Ganas. Unfortunately, down, down the millennia, some artist made a mistake and it became an elephant. This is the rascaldom. He has zero faith in the scriptures. There is a whole incident how he got the elephant face. Whole incident is also mentioned in the Purana. Now, they invent their own thing. And they become big guru. Talking some motivational stuff. And more, many people watch him, millions. That's why I want to make a video against him. Important. Anyway. <coughs> So this is the actual description of uh, Ganesh. It's already been described by Brahma, you know. What do you say? I think we are running out of time. It's actually very late already. We'll just uh, wrap up in two minutes. <coughs> Adi 5.50. Oh, not this.
Yeah. Not 550 actually. 549, right? 540, 548. No. Oh, it is actually 550, but it's wrong you mentioned there. Okay. यत्पादपल्लवयुगं विनिधाय कुंभ द्वन्द्वे प्रणाम समये सगणाधिराज विघ्नान् विहन्तुमलमस्य जगत्रयस्य गोविन्दमादिपुरुषं तमहं भजामि I adore the primeval lord Govinda whose lotus feet are always held by Ganesh upon the pair of tumuli protruding from his elephant head in order to obtain power for his function of destroying all the obstacles on the path of progress of the three worlds. Everybody prays to Ganesh to remove obstacles. But they do not know that actually Ganesh holds the feet of Krishna, Narsimhadev in, in, in particular, to get the power to remove those obstacles. So an intelligent devotee, he will go directly to Narsimhadev. That's why we worship Narsimhadev. Because he is the source of power for even Ganesh. So anyway, so that's the one thing. I think last one, there is one more comment. <coughs> Divya Mataji is asking, What about Lord Sri Venkateshwar Swami as an avatar? As you said, Gautam Buddha, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Kalki Bhagavan and this Yuga. See, Venkateshwar came as a deity. See, deity avatars there are many, Archa Vigraha, Archa avatars, like Sakshi Gopal. Every, every, in fact, every deity is an avatar. Holy name is an avatar. Namarupe Krishna avatar. Kalikale Namarupe Krishna avatar. He has incarnated in the form of his name, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. That is also an avatar. He, 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 there is a book incarnation of Krishna, which is the Bhagavatam. Bhagavatam is the book incarnation of Krishna. So he can incarnate in any way. So, I mean, in the Leela avatars, he came as Gautam Buddha, I mean, Buddha and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, Nityan Prabhu, all this also. Then again, Kalki. In Kaliuga itself. So, all right, we will stop it here. Bhagavad Gita ki jai, Varaha Deva ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanam, Hari Hari Gaur.